The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back, everybody, to a- another episode of the panel discussion. I am one of your four hosts, Greg Knowlton. I'm joined by the three other horsemen, the, my three the other hostman. friends. The hostman. The, the hostman. Hostman. I like The that. four hostmen. The hostmen of the apocalypse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hostmen of the podcast. Better worse. Hostmen of the rickets. Yeah, got to watch out for those rickets. <laughs> well, no, that is, that is watch out the, for you. what Will represents is yes. the rickets. He is yes. the horseman specifically. <laughs> for all. But, uh, for, okay. Uh, <laughs> but everybody, I am Matt Johnson. I am one of your hosts. Uh, we have Will Smith over here, King of the Rickets. <laughs> yeah. And I am Porcupine Jones. Guys, uh, why... Was everybody excited down at the morgue? Why's oh, no. that, Porcupine? <laughs> well, because it was open mic night. I heard that. Oh, God. You guys suck. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> I, if there were crickets in this room, they'd be going off right now. Rickets and crickets. Oh, is that That's tumbleweed? Always... <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get it. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Like this is it. we're off to a, a riveting Banger. start. Banger. No, <laughs> oh, I could tell this one's gonna be turnt. That's how we roll. Ugh. That's how we roll. Happy oh, second geez. week of Spooptober mm. as well. Listeners. We're getting spoopy here. Another week of horror or scary based comics. Horrors. Horrors. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, as always, we have some news to talk about. Um I mean, I guess I'll kind of kick it off. I think we lightly touched on it last week, but uh, there's this idea. They're really pushing uh, Doctor Strange. They're trying to make Doctor Strange the next uh, Iron Man-like figure across the MCU, a mentor-type role, probably the face, perhaps the face of the next you know, few phases of the MCU. Uh, yeah. There are talks about having him in Spider-Man 3. I'm not sure if those are going to pan out. Yeah. And then, I mean, he's going to have direct correlations with the WandaVision show. Um, so he's going to have that link. Um, and, uh, yeah, they've... Uh, today, they they dropped a rumor saying that both Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are in final talks to reprise their Spider-Man roles for Spider-Man 3. <sighs> Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Which one did you like better? Well, obviously Toby. Obviously yeah, I mean, Toby. yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Oh, I don't. Like, I don't hey. feel like he gets enough love. But no, they, come the on, these base. guys are going to get a payday. Their their time is gone. It's over. I don't care anymore. How do you feel about Michael Keaton coming back? Well, that's for that's Batman. Different. How is that different? Because that's man's game, Michael Keaton. That's so many. He's so much older. He's <laughs> so much further removed okay, from Batman. You're missing the point here. All right, Michael Those Keaton's movies were cool. So much better. Yes, Andrew uh, Garfield is not cool. Debatable. Tobey Maguire in person and put Bat- Spider Man aside. I don't think he's cool. You didn't see the Great Gatsby. He wrote a. <laughs> He can't do shit anymore because he rode a horse and oh, he got boo boos from it. Um, how do you feel about Christopher Reeves? <laughs> Fuck him. Oh, Swear jar. Goodness. There's two dollars. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It started. 
I, I just I don't know. I don't like back on like what you mentioned about Doctor Strange being the lead for the MCU now, like taking over the Stark role. That's like going from like science to like an anti-vax mom. Well, what, how else? How else are you supposed to up the ante after Thanos? You An even more Thanos. powerful scientist. I don't know, man. What the fuck? <laughs> you have to like. Yeah, I feel like you have to. Your choice would do. It's two different sides of like the spectrum here, man. And that's why I think it's good because you're reinventing. You're not yeah. rehashing the same story yeah, over yeah. and over and over. What do you want? War Machine to take over the lead? <laughs> well, we'll get the I, science back. I, I mean, when yeah. oh. when the Fantastic Four comes around. It'll go yeah. back to Reed Richards will kind of take over that face. That's yeah, there we go. That's what I, and then I want. Lead it back to science. But I think it's good to switch to the mystic for a little bit. Get let start some of these shows. We're getting a blade show. We're getting a moon Knight show. So I think How- it's good to plant these mystic seeds and then go back to, um, or blade movie to go back to the science after we've kind of so- seen something different a little bit. I just think it's going to get goofy. Vampires uh, oh. are coming. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's honest. another thing. I want nothing to do with that either. I'm. I hate nope. Jared Leto. <laughs> that, that's a totally. I'm talking a different vampire. What vampire are you talking? Talk Blade. Oh, you're Blade. talking Blade. Yeah. Oh, I like Blade. So, what's the difference between the Morpheus vampire and the Blade? You know, they, oh, Jared they, Leto sucks. Well, that very well. <laughs> I like be. Wesley Snipes. He's not coming back. Son of a bitch! What's happening? I, what do you mean Wesley Snipes ain't coming back? Yeah, I know that. I'm it's sorry. Tax I'm, doing, I'm doing an act. Tax I'm doing a bit. <laughs> which, I, which is weird. <laughs> Yeah, I just think of Orpheus from Doctor Venture now when I think oh of Doctor goodness. Strange, and that's a good thing. It's, it's, it is actually great, <laughs> but Orpheus is also like a joke. <laughs> uh, take that back, please. No, no, he is actually the best character on that show. Which, my God, I was heartbroken to find out that Venture Brothers was canceled. Yeah, that was a bummer. What a heartbreaker! Reminded me like when uh, I think we were talking about when they canceled Metalocalypse. Yeah, yeah that's a bummer. Oh, jeez, what a heartbreaker. on a cliffhanger. And but, the same um, thing, Venture Brothers, Cliffhanger, canceled. Yeah, yeah. I had almost, what was it, like 18 years of that show. Right. It was so good. So damn good. Matt, did you watch Venture Brothers? I did not. Greg? Very good things. It is a good show. I watched it here and there. It was one of those like. Oh, okay. It, remember, that's, so, that's the only downside to that show is you really have to watch every single you, episode. Yeah. Because there's so many little yeah. inside references and jabs. But if you dedicate the time, it's definitely an enjoyable watch. Um, plus, they do spoof a bunch of like classic cartoons like oh, Johnny God. Quest, G.I. Joe. Um. Yeah. So. Sometimes they don't even spoof. They just straight up. Rip oh yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. Great. yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um. But with that being said, I mean, you guys feel that? Um, I I don't really don't see Doctor Strange taking over the mantle like full on. I I see him just being like he's kind of he like he's, he's like the, his, he's like your stepdad. He's coming in for a little bit. We don't know if he's staying around. <laughs> Is for he going to make you chop wood? He seems to have his going to have his hand in a little bit. Of He's a transitional. Is he champion. gonna have that a transsexual <laughs> I, character? I, I, I guess I've I've never had experience with stepfathers. Is that what they do? They make you chop. Yeah, wood? Yeah, they like make <laughs> you chop wood, then they take you fishing, and then they give you stuff that makes you kind of sleepy. And that, that sounds terrifying. And oh god, oh god, <laughs> Mike is back. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a transitional champ. He's just there to hold the place until the new the new guy is ready to go. Uh, all right, so he's Iron Sheik. Got it. Let's <laughs> yeah. not go crazy. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's it is. Str- I mean, I mean, better to cover patches. Oh, he's awesome. He's great. Yeah, 
I'm excited. I, I, really thought, I really thought they were going to go the Captain Marvel route. And I wasn't really elated at that idea. Not that I'm against the idea of like a female like face of the MCU. Oh, no. As we all know, but, it's documented. Matt hates women. So clearly. that's... Um, <laughs> she's too overpowered. She's, she's too overpowered. Yeah, she's too powerful. You know what I mean? I, like, yeah. I, you that, you yeah. had to pull her back. You couldn't even... You, you, they couldn't even use her in throughout Endgame, Endgame yeah. because she was just too powerful. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's, it's just that was not going to work. No. You know, she'll, she'll spin the world back every time and just change it like Superman. <laughs> <laughs> he did that right. twice. Uh, well, I mean, the studio stepped in and said, Rich, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Once is okay. Is this, how you're, is this your plan for three and four? <laughs> Why didn't he do that? For he could have stopped Nuclear Man from being made if he just spun the world back a couple times. It'd be great <laughs> if it was like a twenty-minute movie. <laughs> uh, the other, the other thing. Um, speaking of Marvel, uh, Marvel-related news is Disney came out and said that they're not really going to be paying attention to um, releasing their films in theaters. They're going to be focusing more on their streaming. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, obviously, with the whole global situation, you can kind of understand why. Uh, just because people aren't going to the theaters, movies aren't getting released in theaters. Yeah. Um, I saw a thing today that said movies are going to become a, like a novelty experience because AMC is about to go bankrupt. Breaks my and, heart. you know, yeah. we already had all the Regals closed. Now, I, I mean, I, 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 I have a kind of a theory. I believe why I believe Disney's holding movies back. Uh, I believe Warner Brothers is holding movies back because I feel that these companies are going out of their way to bankrupt the the cinema industry so that when things kind of get back to normal, Disney can open up their own theater. Warner oh Brothers can open up their own God. theater. And honestly, when it's a really good theory. It honestly would not surprise me. Disney likes yeah. to monopolize everything. That way they don't have to pay. The percentage of the of the the they get the cons- gate, yeah, they get concessions. They get concessions. They get, they get everything. So they get a hundred. popcorn be shaped like Mickey Mouse? Oh, can you imagine a Mickey Mouse themed theater? <laughs> imagine like when you go to the urinal, those little pucks are just like the, the, oh, the circle when, with the I two hope, ears. I hope when I pee, <laughs> oh boy, you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> you pee on the if you go into go into the stalls and pee on the rim, it's just like <laughs> <laughs> just yells at you. That'd be great. I feel right at home. <laughs> Splatter Squad. All right, this needs to happen. Uh, Will, I absolutely uh, hate that conspiracy theory, but I do appreciate that you wore your conspiracy theory butt plug to the studio today. Um, You're welcome. Man, that is that is really like scary to think about. But it makes yes. sense. It makes yeah. it makes perfect sense. I it mean, does. Look how we're we're operating now as a as a country. You know, after COVID. Yeah, not well. Uh it depends. It depends. Can I? I mean, <laughs> devil's advocate. Football games are okay, but a movie theater experience is not. If there's one business that can dictate when the crowds come, yep. where the crowds sit, yep. yep, how the crowds interact, it's a movie theater. You just spread yeah. out your movie times. Yeah, you do only advanced ticket sales. Yep, you close off rows. Have an hour you in close between off yes. seats. Yes, and have an hour in between the movies so a staff could come in and clean. Yeah, that's. I don't understand if there's like. I mean, restaurants have a harder time. How are movie theaters, especially in New York State? I mean, I know they're open in other states, but in New York State, they're still closed. Why? I miss the movie. They don't want to run at 50 cent per capacity. They want to get as much as they can, which is so silly. At least makes, I mean, something back. 
Yeah, I, I don't know whose call that is. Is it our, you know, our? Well, I mean, even, even I think the, it's the governor well, here. Like, well, look, look at the, they're not even deciding. Well, the release. states, the states that are allowing theaters to be open, what are they showing? Right. The right. The, the studios are not yeah. releasing films that are done. Well, guess what? Which it's goes October, into my butt plug it, conspiracy theory. Yeah, play Rocky Horror. You know, well, like, they yeah. weren't doing that. Like Empire Strikes Back it. was like the highest grossing film at the the box office for like the whole the driving. Killing it with that. The drive-in's been just showing old films and with a couple of the newer films here and there. And I, I think they're doing a great job. They did Rocky Horror at the drive-in with the live performance. And sold out. Uh, yeah. yeah it's why sold not? Out. I, couldn't, I couldn't even get tickets it's perfect, to it. But I, I can't imagine going to see a blockbuster movie at the drive-in. No, I mean, the, it, the lighting's the off. Lighting's ter- I remember going to see the 2003 Hulk and I'm like, what's Hulk? What is was he fighting? Oh, it's so like, dark. I couldn't make out. Yeah, the absorbing man the fighting the effects. I'll yeah. give you a. It was that he was a tank. What? What was it? Yeah, that's what he was fighting. Hulk was fighting a tank for two hours straight. It was just a tank. And <laughs> I tank. thought I saw some weird looking dogs. <laughs> no, no just a tank the whole What's time. What's the difference? Yeah, I just saw the Invisible Man in the drive-in this year, and I was like, is he invisible or is it just really dark? I can't. I can't tell. I can't figure it out. So I, I get that for the sure. The drive-in for me is like a bottle of wine. You bring some snacks, maybe a joint, and then you just kind of half-ass watch the movie. What else would you I, I be doing? I go for like bad movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not going to spend money like, on I a go new for flick. Like, yeah, I don't want to yeah. see like a, a huge spectacle movie at the drive-in for the first time. <laughs> Could you imagine seeing the Endgame? I don't really I'd be care so about. Bad. Yeah. I, th- but think about how dark that movie was. You wouldn't be able to see yeah, it. Yeah, right? Stuff. You wouldn't be able to see. More. I've seen every single Pirates of the Caribbean in the drive-in <laughs> instead of in the movie theater. Those movies are bright, vibrant. I'm fine, and I'm fine with that. Those are like those are the kind of movies I'll go see. Is like the Disney. Like I think I saw Aladdin. I went and saw um, Elsa Wonderland. Movies that like I, I I'm gonna go see anyway. But I'd rather pay eight bucks for the ticket that and get two movies than ten for the one. Right. Yeah, I hear you. I did go see Guardians there. I did go see Guardians really? at the drive-in. It wasn't it wasn't terrible. Uh, there were people driving by with their lights on, which wasn't very cool. That's but, so annoying. Um, I saw the first Iron Man there. Did you? Yeah. Let's see. Cool. I seen that. I seen the Wolverine. I seen I think Winter Soldier. I think I seen that there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you saw a lot of I <laughs> seen a the summer I seen a few, but I, the, with what the direction that the MCU is kind of going there with this darker, this darker, just film atmosphere, vibrant. Uh, I don't. I, I just don't see it. It wasn't the same. It wasn't the same as being yeah. in a theater and experience. I, oh, for sure. I, I'm the kind of person who will go see a movie twice, three times. You know what I mean? I see Winter Soldier in a theater and in the drive-in. And, and granted, you know the 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 theater was the first time I seen it. Seeing it in the drive-in, I, I still get excited and giddy, but it just it just didn't feel the same. So the acoustics are all off, and you know, and just all, it's just it's just a different type of. I know, I know. It ruined the Flintstones for me when I saw them there. <laughs> Along with Goodman, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd, yeah. <laughs> Who I hope to goodness is surviving after being assaulted for no reason. Who punches Dan Aykroyd or uh, Rick Moranis? Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. <laughs> no, that? that's the thing. Like, if I would have no problem, and, I, and this going on record for this because this is being recorded and immortalized. I have no problem pulling the trigger right between his eyes if you punch Rick Moranis. That man is a saint, and he did not deserve any of that. 
You're heated. Ryan Reynolds I am fault. so heated. He had one of the best sketches ever on that show that he was on with John Candy, the Canadian one. Uh, Northern uh, Exposure? Not Northern Exposure. Help me out. Uh, uh, Martin Short was on it. Uh, Levy was on You're it. You're just naming no. Canadians. Yes, they're all Canadians. <laughs> uh, Hart was, was Bret Hart on it? Uh, guys, I, damn it. Rick Moranis had a... Mountie? It's, it's, it's what? No, damn it. Jericho was on it. Uh, <laughs> Wolverine was there, too. Uh, was, was Puck there? <laughs> I'm a Sasquatch. Did they have to bathe? Are you telling me they bathed Sasquatch on that show? <laughs> Did they shave him? Not, he I'm clean, not even. He couldn't clean himself. He couldn't <laughs> get all the way down there, could he? Right in the gooch. <laughs> Sash gooch. Boy, boy. But yeah, I mean, unless he shrinks your kids or blows up your kids or shrinks himself. Even then, don't hit him. Leave him alone. He's dark helmet. <laughs> he should have been wearing it. The Schwartz. <laughs> you imagine if some guy went to Was go it Great White him? North? And he drops it. What'd you say? Was it Great White North? No. No? Oh, no, okay. no. It was uh, John Candy. Again, you, you just named it Eugene Canadians. Levy. Uh, Canadian Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Second City Television, SCTV. God, that was driving me nuts. You should have said the one with the abbreviations. <laughs> <laughs> SCTV. Rick Moranis has one of the best sketches ever. I'll send it to you guys after the show. Okay. All right. Uh, Strange Brew is a fantastic film as well. Yes, it is. Yeah, yes. wonderful times. Yeah. Um, hey. Anybody got any good comic book news? Uh, so there's something. Oh, Greg, go ahead. I have some, some TV news still. Um, the two things I have is a couple months back or a couple weeks back, we found out that um, Jensen Ackles will be playing Soldier Boy in The Boys. In the comics, he's traditionally kind of like shown wetting his pants and kind of being like this lame, whiny character. Everyone was expecting him to be a good guy. Um, Kripke has come out and said, he's going to be a villain. Don't expect him to be like the comic book version. Uh, If anything, he's more, he's Homelander before Homelander was Homelander. Lander. That's really confusing. Dude. But he's going to be from a different, a different, same attitude, but a different time period version of that attitude. Did you guys finish, ex- finish the boys yet? No, I not yet. No, it's good. Is it? Is it better I, than the first I, season? I, um, in a different way, yes. <laughs> All I, I accidentally read a spoiler about the final scene of what is being done above the city, and I was like, oh my goodness! But other than that, um, oh, they showed that I, in the trailer. Oh my goodness! <laughs> they showed that in the trailer. You know me. Yeah, did they? I don't think Oh, that, yeah. But... Those cheeks were clenched. No. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're right. But, yeah, anyway, so there's there was that. Um, so we're going to have more of a villainous Ackles, uh, who's just about to be hopping off 15 seasons of Supernatural over to to the boys now. So um, that's pretty cool. And he just opened his own production company. With yes, his him and his wife. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, and then really, on the other really cool. side, HBO Max is finally greenlit the Green Lanterns um, oh. with Berlanti involved and Mark Guggenheim. Um, and they have said, I'm a little worried about this, but I'm also excited. It'll include Guy Gardner, Jessica Cruz, Simon Baz, Alan Scott, um, as well as Kilowog and Sinestro and some new Green Lanterns will all be featured. So I'm I'm hoping... I'm not sure how they're going to do that. It sounds like that's a big ensemble cast. Cast. I don't know if they're going to do like 
Green Lantern anthology or just kind of pop characters in here and there, um, you, especially because Alan Scott's a different Earth. Do you think they're going to hold on to like, I mean, because the bit I, I, I don't think you mentioned Kyle, but like the big three main Green Lanterns, they're not using. Yeah. So no Kyle, no. Uh, the, the main nothing the main, yet. The main Lantern. They mentioned at one point Hal Jordan and John Stewart. <laughs> yeah, Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Are, are they using those um, two characters? Maybe used in the Green Lantern movie. Okay, I was wondering. Uh, I was about to ask you. Do you think they're going to be using them for a film, like a film tie-in later? Yeah. So I, I'm not sure they might. I, I also Alan Scott is slated to possibly show up on Stargirl on the CW. Um, so I'm not really sure what they're going to do with that if it's going to be connected or two completely different actors. So it'll be cool. I'm excited just to see it. They're finally greenlighting a ton with this HBO Max. I think it'll be a little more uh, successful than DC Universe. and might have a little bit of a bigger budget. Hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah, definitely he's going to have a bigger budget with being on HBO and not like, you know, CW. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> also means and then boobs. Stargirl's going the other way where it's leaving dc universe and hbo max and going strictly to cw so that could really affect its second season get rid of the boobs <laughs> <laughs> they're all 15 in that show i i i know <laughs> you guys excited for uh modok on hulu <laughs> oh, yeah. it's gonna be bananas it looks like robot like Honestly, a robot yes. chicken style yeah. animation yeah i'm not i don't know what to make of it he's got a family <laughs> that's hilarious like like I just, I hope it's just them going out for Chinese food one night. <laughs> See what happens. It looks like it's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be just like Modoc operating in a mundane existence, <laughs> raising two kids. One of which I think his daughter has his head structure. If yeah. I, if I'm, if I'm uh, not mistaken. <laughs> That's gonna be. And it's like Patton said, Oswald, right? Yeah, I mean, he uh, Patton Oswald can't do anything. Wrong. No, he's great. No, he's fantastic. And that was they've talked about connecting it with Howard the Duck and the Hit Monkey. Yeah, there was. Stuff. So a, that's the animation all the way through. I'm fine with that. Yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, if you're not going to use those characters, probably not on a bigger stage. <laughs> yeah, in the, this, in the film. I mean, I'm really looking at it now, and uh, I, I I feel like this should be on like Nick Jr. <laughs> the fact that it's on Hulu, it it's like just going to be super dark. <laughs> it yep. looks like classic Adult Swim, like early on, just weird so that strange. weird show that would pop up for ten minutes and then what? Like, Aquatine? What did I just watch? Yeah, basically, I love. Yeah, that too. <laughs> it, it, it reminded me like Moral Oral. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, Moral Oral was so good. But yeah, it's a little upsetting if if they have no plans to use Modoc in live action. That's kind of disappointing. Who knows how humorous it could turn? You know, maybe it's humorous. I, I don't know. I don't know what to make. It was of just it. the main villain for their video game. So who knows? Who knows though? And they have teased aim. So there's a possibility. Um, if not, this is still funny. Why this could Google be totally unconnected. Plus, because it's going to be adult. Yeah, it's adult humor oriented. Mm. It's going to be dirty. It could be like Harley Quinn. The Harley Quinn comic or cartoon will never be connected to the actual show because they kill off main characters. But it's great. And so if Modoc functions like that, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that's the way it's going to go. And I mean, if you look, they're, they're kind of like separating themselves from even a show that was thought to be canon as an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I really don't yeah. think they, they care about what's on television. They don't, you know, if it's not on Disney Plus and it's not in the theater, it doesn't count. 
which I'm fine with. That's, yeah, me too. Me too. Like, do something different. Logic. That's my logic. But, um, Micah, you had some news and stuff you were about to say. Uh, I mean, it's just a little something right here. X Men is actually going to be cool again because Fox, yeah. Fox was in charge of everything for a while there, and then Marvel finally like got like the rights to X Men back, so they're making X Men like they're they're pushing the shit out of X Men right now. Uh, they're doing a lot of individual stuff. They're doing like X Force and stuff like that. But the one thing they're doing right now is a twenty-two parter of Wolverine. It's on issue six right now. It's like Wolverine goes back to Japan uh, to find uh, Muramasa. And then somehow he ends up uh, at like the gates of hell and he ends up in hell. And there is like a really cool artwork from it where Wolverine ends up like falling. He falls into like a lava pit. His arm comes out and it's just like the Terminator with the claws sticking out. Um, it's pretty wild, uh, but it's it's 22 parts. Uh, I've been re- kind of reading up on it and it sounds like a lot of effing fun. Would you like that? Uh, it sounds like a <laughs> lot of fun. It's, they're, so the issue six just came out last week. Uh, this is something I have to catch up on because it looks dark as hell and it just looks like a good time and it looks like they're making Wolverine cool again. Because um, that Wolverine really other than like you know Logan and stuff the actual comic book character kind of fell off Mm -hmm. and then same thing with like the the rest of the X-Men yeah but now like they're they're making it dark again and they're pushing it um so I'm I'm this is something in the future I'm going to be actually looking into and I think everyone should check out this uh this Wolverine saga it's like I said it's just going to be 22 issues so far they're six deep so you have time to catch up on it or you know yeah Wait till it's all done. Get the graphic novel. That's that's all I got. That sounds pretty. Sweet. That's all I got. They did finally release, re-release, I should say, um, the last Ronin, the Ninja Turtle comic yes. book series that's going to be slated to be released October twenty eighth. Uh, a while back, we got a few panels of the artwork from the last Ronin. Um, we had a release date that got pushed back. Um, mm-hmm. And then they announced that they were redoing the artwork. They were going with a different art direction. Uh, so they recently just released the same um, the same panels that we got previously, but with the new artistic style, and they look fantastic. They, they look, do they look better? Oh, so much so. Uh, really? The, the last one, um, if I were to say the last one, kind of went more the tone of the original Mirage turtles run which the artwork it's not the greatest um this is very much more in line with the idw um new turtle run as far as the artwork's concerned um i get a lot more vibes from that the things just seem like clearer like there was one shot in the previous release where uh it looked like it was a drone that was following this turtle that we're not sure which turtle it is. Mm-hmm. Uh this one is so much clearer that it's not a drone, it's a security camera. It it just makes more sense. Um it, it just looks cleaner. Um it looks really cool. I'm really looking forward to this coming out. I know a lot of people are pretty stoked for it. Uh they've been giving a lot of heavy comparisons to the Dark Knight Returns, uh the Batman comic. This really? The, the turtle version of that. Yeah. Um, they're being very hush hush on what turtle has survived. We don't know. He's just wearing a black mask. He's still carrying all four weapons. Um, it just looks really neat. And I mean, it's cool that Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird are heavily involved with this as well. The originating creators of everything turtles. So 
That's coming out. Uh, release dates October twenty eighth. That's going to be exciting. So we still don't know yeah. what turtle it no, is. They're they're being very hush hush with it. What's disappointing is it's only five parts. I like that. Awesome. That's okay. I like that. That's I like o- that. yeah. That's okay. Less is more. Yeah, I don't want. I don't I, yeah, want it to as be long a as it is. Story. Yeah. No, sure. it's, I, that's yeah, that's fair. awesome. Uh, the King in Black that I talked about last week, the the Null storyline that's coming out, the event, they actually just announced another standalone comic um, where he'll be taking on the Black Knight, which they're definitely starting to push him to the forefront with him going to uh, being in the live-action Eternals movie. So I, I, I like him. There's not a lot of solo runs of Dane Whitman. He's more in a lot of the Avengers. Um, so I, I'm just excited to see him on a panel again, and I think that'll be fun to see that especially because the first symbiote was a sword. So um, the sword versus the ebony blade would be kind of cool. Oh, yeah, man. Anyone else have any news? I do not. All right, real quick, I have uh, just a weekly movie recommendation. I highly recommend checking out From Beyond. It's streaming on Shudder uh, and Amazon Prime. That is Stuart Gordon's follow-up to Reanimator. It is a Lovecraftian horror movie starring Jeffrey Combs and Barbara Crampton who is absolutely stunning in this movie. Uh, and also check out the Bly- Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix. I'm sure everyone is already watching that right now, which is uh, Michael Doherty's follow-up to The Haunting of Hill House. It is not as good as Haunting of Hill House. Hmm. Uh, I feel like Haunting of Hill-, Hill House had a lot of depth, a lot of dread, a lot of sorrow, and a hell lot of scares. Bly Manor has very good acting. It is a good story, but it kind of falls in the scare factor. It is creepy, uh, but it's also really British. <laughs> so should I have crumpets with tea as I watch? Oh, that would be perfectly splendid. Wonderful. <laughs> yes. Should I get a poodle? A nice little, or Matilda? I don't a know. Nice yeah, Matilda, Matilda would be more like yeah, it, right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's read some comics. In this Hawaiian oasis, (laughs) let's read some comics. Let's read some comics. Um, I'm going to go first, if you guys don't mind. Switch up the order just a teeny bit. Uh, A lot of nerve, Matt. uh, I know, I know. Uh, Gumption. (laughs) Uh, This week. That's why you're the boss. Something like that. Not on this show. Not on this show. Um. All right, so I decided to read The Goon for my Spooptober second book. Um, How many hockey fights does this guy get in? Wait, wait. Thank you. Did you say goon or goo? The goon. Okay, good. Good. Why did you read? What hockey games have you watched where a gelatinous blob gets into fights with hockey players? (laughs) There was that one scene in Flubber, if we could play off last week. Oh, yeah, see? It's callback. (laughs) (laughs) It was Flubber versus the Tremors. Everything's connected. Moon shoes. Um, (laughs) All right. So uh, the Goon is actually a Dark Horse comic property that I I literally just looked up probably an hour and a half to two hours ago. Uh, I was like, oh, let's find a cool run of horror spooky themed comic books and uh this one caught my eye initially with the uh, especially with the art style and i read it and uh i was honestly not disappointed so this is this is number one um they say it started in 98 i'm not sure this might be from 98 i'm not sure oh, this says 2003 so regardless uh it starts off and it gives a little bit of a backstory to the goon 
um, and how his origin, you know, his, his dad uh, passed away as well as his mom. And he had to stay with his. Uh, oh, no, I just got a funny stepdad. Idea. Uh, <laughs> it's his aunt who worked a traveling carnival as a strong woman. <laughs> strong. <laughs> It all makes sense. <laughs> it all comes full circle. It does. It does. And so he ended up working in the circus a little bit, shoveling elephant crap, um, which is pretty cool. He's like, oh, showing off his thing. Oh, he could juggle chickens. And he got tied up with this uh, this this mobster named Labrazio, uh, the most feared thug in, in the bird in this burg. And uh, he forced him to hide him in their trailer and whatever. This guy, he ended up shooting his aunt. Shot her dead. She's and not very strong. No. Strong woman would have repelled that right off her. <laughs> repelled that bullet right off her strong muscles. Strong woman. Uh, he must. Is he? Wait. Is this guy? Is this? Is this mobster? Is he transphobe? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on today? <laughs> I don't know anymore. He might have been. I don't know. I mean, he's don't have a strong woman. <laughs> What year was this? Gotta be. 2003. Definitely a transphobe. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> anyways, uh, he ends up picking up this dude's is, is this book of people that owe him money. And well, this is from the mobster. They, and he, he actually takes over this guy's crime family, which is um, kind of cool. But then he kills him. He hits him in the back of the head or side of the head with a rock. Pretty gruesome stuff. Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. He's <laughs> with Dwayne Johnson. Uh, anyways, the book cuts over to uh, give a little bit of a background to some of the villainous characters. And uh, let's see. What is this guy's name? I lost it. Hustis or Hustis. Uh, he something. They, they were all out of money and they knew that this grave site had a whole bunch of money in it. And, but uh, he dug it up and it turned out to be the main villain of this whole goon uh comic book line uh the zombie priest and uh because he opens it up he gets like cursed his wife ends up dying and he gets uh leprosy some kind of leprosy but he lives he has to live and be this guy's slave so uh it's pretty crazy stuff but anyways uh the actual story begins now and the goon with his sidekick uh frankie Yep, Frankie. Uh, they're driving away. They're shooting stuff at some zombie things with potato sacks over their head. They're throwing shovels at them. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. But Frankie's sitting out there with a little Tommy gun and uh, shooting back at them. And it's some interesting, uh, fun stuff. They're just, it's like them against... I'm trying to think what I can, what I can compare it to. Um, they have like zombie land, like a bit of a zombie land type vibe to it. But uh, Okay. Yeah, it was it was intriguing. Anyways, uh, the main the the uh, what do we call him? The the, the priest, the zombie priest, the zombie priest. He uh, sends that that Houston guy to he has to go fetch more zombie bodies to to help develop an army, and uh, so like like an army of darkness type thing, sort of. Yeah, okay, sort of. It's got like a like if you look at the graphics and some of the verbiage that used in this, some of the uh, it there's. Some of the dialogue, it's it's got like a, this cartoon. It's like an old school cartoony feel to it, uh, which is which is pretty cool. But um, anyways, they get a t- they actually uh, the goon and Frankie, they fight a couple of these zombie characters on some kind of train and a hobo <laughs> pulls the track switch and they go flying off a cliff and they wake up and they're captured 
by hobos in the hobo jungle. How many spindles do these hobos have? What do these hobo this these renegade hobos <laughs> have in their sacks? Spindles. They're Tied. called spindles. They're called spindles? Yeah, spindles. How do they get all their belongings in there? <laughs> Skills. It's impossible. Skills. A big hanky. It's <laughs> <laughs> so Yes, they're in the hobo jungle. Uh, the goon, Frankie, and uh, Houston, and, and some of these, uh, some of the, the the zombies with potato sacks on the head, they're all like tied up to wigs. They're gonna get cooked and eaten by these hobos. Uh, but one of the one of the zombie goons can speak their hobo language. There's a hobo language, and he sets them free. It's, it's, it's probably it's that's probably what it is. And uh, <laughs> we could do that. <laughs> The, the goo- I, I would just give the hobos cans of beans. I mean, you're free. <laughs> uh, the goon busts out. He busts out of it. It's like he was almost. They almost had him like they had him tied up on like some kind of, kind of wooden like steak thing. He breaks out. He beats all the hobos up, which is uh, oh, they're malnourished. Yeah, you're not going to go to jail for that. He did. <laughs> he did. It's not a feat. No. <laughs> See, bump like club. No one cares. <laughs> Oh my! Oh, God. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, so they escape. They beat up the hobos. Um, but that Houston guy who thought he was getting away, he he stole a bunch of coffins. They had dead bodies in it. Um, he's like, oh, you know, the goon. He's he's going to be eaten alive. We're not worried about him. But anyways, the goon lights a dynamite stick and throws it in the back of this. Uh, throws it in the back of this this truck and it blows up all the dead bodies that they were trying to seize uh, to turn into a zombie army. So. I would have a smell. Um, <laughs> so, and, and for some reason, he lights an orangutan on fire at the very end of it. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> like the, for fun? I don't know. I think it was an evil orangutan. Uh, I've seen plenty of movies with orangutans, and they're never <laughs> evil. <laughs> Planet of the Apes? Uh, the orangutans. That's debatable. Yeah, yeah. Roddy McDowell played the orangutan in the uh, the original Planet of the Apes, and he was a piece of Maurice shit. Maurice was a good guy. Oh. Yeah, okay. That's true. In the but, new one, he was a good guy. It's been a while since it's I've seen the classic language. Charlton Heston fiction, picture. It was the only one that that matter. <laughs> but this is the end of the book. Uh, this story, this run with the goon has been going on for quite some time, actually. So uh, I think it's still being published to this day. Yes, so it is, a, actually. It's, it's a very, it's a pretty popular Dark Horse comic book, which is, you know, it, we all know it's hard to kind of break through and, and be consistent. You know, unless you're a Marvel or DC kind of property, you know, you get your Hellboys every now and then some of these other ones. But mm-hmm. for something like this, it's uh, it I, I absolutely loved it. I adored it. Uh, there was a fun there was a fun horror element to uh, to the story. <clears throat> the problem with the goon and other like Dark Horse comics is that they're so cool and they're so much fun. But then you're so many issues in and you start to just kind of see the same thing over and over and over and it kind of gets bland and then you fall off for a few years and then eventually something catches your eye like something changes or there's like a new character or something and then after so many issues it's just the same recycled shit over and over you sound like you're describing your passion for um spawn spawn (laughs) hellboy conan all the same man right it always ends up being the same Same thing over and over again. Right. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of falls off, man. Um, but yeah, the go- the goon does have a lot of cool shit. Yeah, it was it was fun. And honestly, I mean, I never heard of it before. I highly recommend somebody going to you know pick it up. The books are free online. If you see it in a store, 
it's it's got a fun it's got a very fun vibe vibe to it it has like this old like early 1900s kind of like 1920s like gangster kind of era feel to it but with a horror like zombie twist and uh i i thought they did a very good job yeah yeah (laughs) so um that is my book for the for the week Mikey, you want to go? Sure, why not? Take a look. It's in a book. It's Superman versus the Predator. Uh, so this is DC and Dark Horse. They got together. Now, DC, as we know, has kind of a flaccid, small penis. In Dark Horse, they had a big, throbbing, thick, juicy one. And they touched together, and they came up with this story. Now, this is one of three issues. So, Join me, one, and join me all. We're going to dive into the world of Superman versus Predator. This came out 20 years ago, so it's a little dated. Uh, It starts with uh, Star Labs. They are in the jungle, and they're going on talking about how the jungle is one of those places that it's like the ocean. We don't really know much about it. Like There's not a lot of exploration going on there. We've solved that in 20 years, I hope, right? We've, we've discovered the jungles. <clears throat> well, I don't know. I think most of them are gone, right? Yeah. That's yeah. What it, I it's meant like by it's, discovering. Yeah. We <laughs> either we, 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 we go in and we burn down all the bugs that'll kill you. And, and nothing good comes from the jungle. Ocelots. Nothing good comes from the jungle. Servants. Nothing good comes from the jungle, uh, especially the predator. And of course, this this ragtag t- rag tag team of doctors and explorers and their guide they come across an alien spacecraft that is covered in vines and debris, and they're like, "Oh my god, we got a we got alien life! This is amazing!" So they start clearing out the vines, and lo and behold, a bunch of skulls and spines and stuff they fall out, and uh, the one dude is just like yo i don't like this at all we shouldn't touch it we shouldn't go near it and everyone else is just like okay we just found an alien life spacecraft who knows what's inside and the dude is just like this isn't a good idea um cut we go to metropolis where do gooder superman saves the day uh there is a a high high speed chase some criminals who cares who they are it doesn't matter he saves the day meets up with lois uh lois is all pissy with him because you know he's off doing superman stuff and not having kiwi tart with her well those dishes uh, needed to get done you know if lois ain't doing the dishes she's gonna get them stitches no, she cooked dinner the least clark can do is do the dishes okay what clark <laughs> needs to do is spin the world around a couple times before the dishes were dirty problem solved <laughs> then how did he eat how is like an Super- animal yeah how is superman it's always bothered me how are you going to get tied down with Lois? There's millions of people, and you pick your coworker. You're an alien with... Never mind. That's a whole thing. Um, I mean, it's it's the whole, like, you know, he's faster than a speeding bullet. Maybe that's... Never mind. Uh, we, so got they, we got it. So they get to uh, uh, Lois and Clark. They, they show up at, uh, you know, they're... What, what the hell is that? That place they work at. What is it again? Metro. Bed, Bath, Google. and Beyond. Bed, Bath, and Beyond. They get there, <laughs> and they're like, hey, guys, there's a big thing going on in the jungle. Star Labs, they found something in Central America. Something awesome and maybe deadly. Um, and then, of course, you know, Clark is just like, yeah, Lois, I got to go check this out. Sorry. And she's all like, well, I guess we're not going to have dinner. Great, Clark. Um, so uh, we look at the whole, we go back to 
the jungle. The whole team, they're kind of standing out around the the spacecraft. They're thumbs up their butts. They can't really figure out what's going on. Uh, and the, the one person that's reluctant is like the lead doctor. He's just not having anything of it. He's like, I believe in science. Uh, I've got no problem with that side of your argument, but I'm just not real comfortable with uh, the whole alien side of things. This, this alien angle. I don't like it. And as soon as he says that, Superman shows up because he knows exactly where they are because he's Superman. Uh, he shows up all do-gooder and all stand back everyone i'm gonna use my x-ray vision to see what's inside here hmm it looks like uh i'm not detecting anything threatening except a device connected to the engine pods design and position suggests a possible self-destruct trigger ah but then he loosens some wires and he ends up ripping it open everything's fine but superman is hit he's hit with a microburst, too compacted for human hearing, but it felt like an electronic shriek inside of his head. So Superman's not feeling too hot here. They get inside the ship. They're looking around. Uh, and Superman's doing the whole look. There's nothing in here that's going to hurt you. Everything's fine. I just It's almost a little too much for me. He's like, there's no danger here. Meanwhile, while this is going on, it says a signal out to space, and there is a spaceship approaching Earth. Uh, they're back inside the ship. Superman can't see anything. His x-ray vision goes blurry. Uh, it's, it's fluctuating. It's not really, uh, it's, it's not really working right. And then they hear some, and they go outside and it's a, it's a bunch of dudes in a Hummer. They got guns. They're not cool. They're real jerks. And they start, uh, they, 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 Superman comes out and they're like, oh, great. Here comes Superman. What are we going to do? I'll well, shoot him. You know, Superman ends up snatching all the guns. Uh, let's see what we got here. He, why would, he picks why up. would they shoot him? They oh. know it's not going to work. All right. All right. Now, okay. He uh, he picks up one of the Hummers. And then he realizes, oh, man, this is kind of heavy. Oh, no. Oh, no. And he kind of drops to his knees. The, uh, the Hummer falls to the side, and uh, these guys... I, one hell of a Hummer. <laughs> and so Superman's like, ah, oh, something's wrong. My vision, blurring. My muscles, they're dissolving. And then uh, everyone's like, oh, right, what's the matter with him? Oh, blimey, peace, my mate, but I bloody way of playing to take advantage of it. All right, very good. And they uh, they shoot Superman with these like lasers. He tries hitting them back with his uh, his heat ray stuff. It's not really working very well. And then Superman gets captured. He just can't even stand anymore. He's he's useless at this point. Bit of a burden, if you ask me. Uh, and finally, we have um, everyone gets captured. Okay, we're gonna gonna check this out a little bit more here. Uh, a lot of the guys get captured. Superman and two, a few others they they get away, um, and they come across a big giant hole, like a big crater in the ground. Uh, like here, check that out. That's that's pretty effing big, right? That's a big, that's a big, big crater. crater. That's it's that's a, big, a cr- big crater. You probably know what caused the crater. Uh, all right. So then we the have. Rivets. We have the Ricketts did it. So we have the tour guide here and he goes over to like a, a wall and he tells a story about many years ago, the Mayans and this other tribe, they had like a, their own little secret war or whatever. But then they had to put their differences aside because a giant, this, this demon monster dropped from the heavens, a devil warrior. Um, 
who was there to hunt the hunters. And it's, it's this really crude, you know, like our, our hieroglyphics, petroglyphics, whatever. And it shows like the predator uh, ripping skulls out, keeping them as trophies and stuff like that. But finally one warrior managed to defeat the, the, the sky demon, but the sky demon uh, in his loss was so embarrassed that he did his whole self-destruct thing and sent everything to hell you know, that's that's the story that's on the wall there. Um, and finally, like Lois ends up showing up at a helicopter because she's dumb. Uh, the helicopter gets shot down by these guys. Superman tries to save the helicopter. He managed to. But uh, in doing so, he loses like the rest of his strength. Uh, Matt's very excited about this. Clearly, uh, no idea what's going on. That's fine. Uh Oh, <laughs> Matt beat me happened? in fantasy football. Continue. Oh, congratulations! Like points. Continue. I like to cosplay. <laughs> uh, You're the first, the first two point com- or conversation staff member to beat me. Undefeated baby, uh, guys. Let's hear it from Matt Johnson. Hey, I did it. Peter. All right, <laughs> I, he I, broke I Dak Prescott's I, ankle, so I couldn't win. Excellent work. I, I won fake football. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling's fake i hear uh, <laughs> so anyways these guys they chain superman up they chain up lois uh then they take everyone to like this this cave layer thing and that's where there's this doctor there and they inside it's where the mayans uh the mayans kind of all went, they had like this weird temple and i feel like this kit came out before alien versus predator and this looks an awful like awful lot like the temple that they used in the movie, uh, like that Mayan looking temple. And there's a ray gun on top of it. And what they're doing is they need that ship, uh, to, uh, to help the human race. They need something in there to shoot something into space. Uh, that is going to end up raining on earth. And this whole, this is where it kind of lost me a little. This doctor's whole thing is I am going to save the human race by getting rid of it's very Nazi like they're going to get rid of everything wrong and just everyone is going to be perfect. So there's going to be no Down syndrome, spinal bifida, autism, scoliosis, any kind of ailments that uh, and even people that don't have these issues like, you know, like you will like you're the perfect specimen. I do what I can. But you might carry <laughs> you might be carrying a gene that could be passed down. Well, I can't have lactose. I'm done. Oh, pfft. Dunzo. It's literally like everything, like allergies, stuff like that. So everyone is going to die from this water. So they're going to kill me because I can't have milk? That's not punishment enough? It's like Thanos. You know, it sounds like, yes, it is. It's very Thanos-like. It's, it's, I, I thought it was a little more Nazi-like because they're trying to make the, I the, perfect, the, the race. perfect race. Right. The perfect race. Yeah, so that's... Uh, Superman is just chained up. He's not really doing too well, but eventually they... Uh, they try doing an escape. It doesn't work. They're in a cage. Um, and then out of nowhere, the predator lands. And that what is where we leave you from book one of three. Join me next week. Same Superman predator time. Same Superman predator channel for part two. Pins and needles. Now nah, it's kind of sucks. <laughs> But I'm committed. <laughs> I am committed. Hopefully it picks up. You know, those first books are always uh, 
They got to set the stage. They gotta I the know. Work. And it's the whole like, well, why can't Superman just shoot his eye beams and rip everyone in half and like, you know, well, kill the predator. Of that Hummer that he had. To- that Hummer. Really? Yeah. yeah. So it's the whole, oh, geez, Superman's weak. He probably has, you know, just as much strength as the predator. So, oh, it's a fair fight for the predator. When you're you know, not, this- you're doing a lousy job selling me on this. I'm book. not, dude. It's I don't like it. <laughs> like it's not I, I shouldn't say that it's not that bad i just wanted to do something that involved a, a a prominent superhero and something horror and this was the superman versus predator part one well here's the way you should have done it with the legend of the swamp thing halloween spectacular well it looks like you won so this just came out. I just picked this up. It just came out? Uh, yeah. Ooh. So it is a 48-page giant issue. Oh, that's six tales rooted Yuck. in terror. Mm. Um, so went through, read a few of them. Uh, some I still haven't read, but this one I, I really kind of liked. A lot of people have. Uh, I'm a big Swamp Thing fan. A lot of people seem to think that Swamp Thing is Alec Holland. Uh, Swamp Thing is the avatar of the green. So there's. it's not just Alec Holland. There's yeah. been other people in history that have picked up the mantle of swamp thing uh, and it's usually someone who's killed in a tragic slash wrongful way that the green latches onto their remaining body and they become the avatar of the green or better known as swamp thing just like the crow yeah okay uh, <laughs> not as much rock and roll <laughs> so did you see those swamp thing movies those movies rocked which one? The Return well, they, of Swamp Thing? Return of Swamp Thing? Oh, Heather Locker was so hot in that. And the first one with Adrian Barbeau. Nothing like oh, watching. That's right. Nothing like watching a movie rated PG that has boobs in it. That's the 80s for you. Oh, God bless the 80s. I think 16 Candles, I believe, has some knockers in it. Yeah. And that's oh, yeah. a PG movie huh. as well. Yeah. Remember one of the boys? Knockers. <laughs> PG. <laughs> so this tale starts off in the South Pacific in 1945. And we see a uh, Japanese soldier who is the last remaining person in his in his uh, group of soldiers. Uh, they were taken out by yours truly, and he's still committed to finding the Allied forces and taking them out. They show him hunting deer um, to keep his skills sharp. Um, we then see him as time passes. We see him uh, talking to some plants. And it's kind of neat because the plants are in the boots of his full fallen comrades. So he's talking to them, and all of a sudden, the the plants and the boots start conversing back with him. And basically, they're trying to tell him, you know, why are you staying here? Why are you being vigilant to the cause? You don't even know if the war is still going on. He's completely in the dark. He doesn't know what's going on. He's waiting to hear orders higher up in the military to... Uh, to get his next orders to see what he has to do for the cause. Um, more time passes, more of him talking to the, the, the shoe with the plant in it. It's a nice red flower um, that comes into play a little bit later. Um, so more time passes. We see him still trying to survive. He's starting to, uh, he does see some pamphlets that inform him that the war is over. Japan has surrendered. Um, after a catastrophic disaster, I'm sure us history buffs know what that was. No, but he, he, he doesn't believe it. He says it's a trick from the allied forces. Uh, there's no way that they could destroy two cities. That's impossible. He says, if anything, 
that had that capability, Japan would have developed it. Um, he says, pure trickery. So some more time passes. We see him aging, getting a beard, becoming old. He's still, he's still got that, that boot with the flower in it. He's still having conversations with it. Kind of Tom Hanks and uh, Wilson, the tenant, the, uh, the volleyball. I'm picturing, um, I'm picturing Lopan. A little bit. That's okay. what it starts to look like <laughs> right. as, as he ages. So, yeah, you're not far off. Um, he does see some other people that are farming. He believes that's the enemy. He realizes that it's not. Um, so then we see him. He's got his tent. He's building with some wooden stakes, like a moat with the wooden stakes in it to defend himself because he feels like the enemy is up upon him. Uh, he's looking out into the trees, and he can still see the, the trees. that they, they He's visioning and imagining that the trees are against him because the trees keep trying to tell him that the war is over. Go home. Be with your family. There's more to life than just war. So he believes that the trees are against him. So they show him shooting into the trees. He then takes a flare gun, shoots the flare gun into the trees, saying that I'll never give up and I will burn in hell with you. Then we see the remains of the forest in ashes. We see his body, skeletal remains in ashes. And then we see a new avatar of the green with that red flower in its chest, saying that now finally he can go home. The war is over for him, and this particular story is called "The Sign of," or sorry, "No Sign of the Enemy." Um, I thought it was kind of cool. The artwork's in it is beautiful. Um, there are six other stories in it, and it's cool because the the front story, the first story, and the second story, or the last story, I should say, are interlinked. So that's kind of cool too. Um, nice little book. Um, but Swamp Thing, he was when he was first created, he was um, created in the Tales of Suspense comic um which i'll be sharing with you with that with you later this spooktober excellent um, but uh yeah he was he was originally created for horror stories um and then he kind of took on a superhero persona a little bit but he's always kind of still been rooted in a horror element definitely yeah yeah dude swamp thing's great the one thing i haven't really checked out yet is that show with uh derek mirrors playing in swamp thing it's a really good show is it good yeah i enjoyed it a lot uh it was it cw just picked the show up for another season they is that not. right no they're no the first they're, season they're re-airing that's the first what? season they uh they canceled it because there was a dispute with the uh the taxes on where they were filming the show i remember that and they okay. They're not they They didn't pick it up because they already have disassembled the sets. It's very, very similar to the Batman. I heard it was West very, show. yeah, it's really good. I heard it's it was really very good. expensive too. Yeah, like the sets practical are, effects are, are killer. Yeah, you'll yeah. you'll like a lot of the effects they use. I will definitely check it out at some point. I mean, I have a I have a lot of stuff on my list to watch, but it's worth a watch. It's really cool. Yeah. Do you guys know any way on how to access or stream that? early 90s swamp thing show that used to come on after monday night raw uh i haven't seen it anywhere you can honestly like if you go on online you can find copies of the dvds that's thing. Cheap. oh dvds yeah they they did release the series on dvd i and had no idea they cheap. did that yeah, really yeah i'm talking like 5.99 a season you could probably i mean the show is terrible oh yes it's, it's yeah but i would i would love to go i love terrible stuff i would love to go back and rewatch that yeah so yeah. i would i would recommend it for cheesiness Dude, nice find, Will. I almost did. I almost did Swamp Thing too. Today, I'm glad I didn't. So I got plenty of Swamp Thing. Good, good, good. good. Yeah. All right, I, Greg I, time. Was, 
I'm, I know. Why did I end up in this spot? I was between two things. I'll end up probably spot. covering the other one later. Um, but I actually covered Baltimore. So it is Dark Horse Comics. Um, it is multiple stories. So this one is Baltimore and the Curse of Bells. Um, there's a, I want to say there's about 10 or 12 of these. Um, each one is about five issues long, and they're separate stories following Lord Baltimore, who's a monster hunter. It is written by uh, Mike Mignola, who is famous for uh, Hellboy and that whole Hellboy universe. Um, but this actually doesn't fall into the Hellboy universe, even though it's still spooky monsters. But it's a cool comic. So um, this is just the first issue. Starts with uh, Baltimore is being led by two villagers. Um, he's looking for a man named Hagus. And what they're saying that, yeah, <laughs> he's a one-eyed man. Agus. Agus. Um, that they've seen him and they're leading him to where they think they had, they'd seen him before. Um, and he explains that Hagus is um, a vampire and probably one of the most cunning and ancient vampires he's ever met who was bred on the battlefield. Um, and he actually um, took Baltimore's leg. So Baltimore has one peg leg. So he took Hagus's eye, but Hagus took his leg. Um <laughs> So, anyway, they come. Across, dang it! They come across a barn with a horse ripped in half, and there's blood pouring out of the horse's mouth. Um, and Baltimore tells the villagers, "Like, stay behind me. Um, we're gonna keep looking." And he looks into the barn. There's nobody. And as they enter the city, there's just blood pouring all over the the buildings. And it cuts over to a panel of everyone in the city is. Um, either decapitated or hanging from a tree, bled out. Um, oh, dear. Just, there's blood everywhere. That Everyone has been ravaged. There's actually, on the bottom of the panel, there's like 10 heads. The, the artwork is crazy. It's super detailed. It's a little different um, than his normal comics, but the monsters still have a lot of the Mignola feel, which I kind of like, um, but the people don't. Um, and as they continue to walk through the town, there's just still dead bodies everywhere. And he kicks his way into the door where they tell him Hagus was sitting and these, these vampires jump on him. And the villagers say like, okay, we brought him out. You need to send us our, our payment. And they throw down a bag to them and the villagers run away. Uh, and Baltimore just goes to town on the vampires. He stabs one of them with a spear, chops off one of their arms. Um, and when he chops off their heads, these like sparrows come out of their heads and light on fire and start lighting the other zombies on fire. Um, and then... You see that they literally gave the villagers food to kill this man. Um, and Baltimore still just continues, uh, takes everybody out, and he walks into this room where there's these three, like, witches. Uh, and they're saying, congratulations, you've earned your prize. Um, and they're, they're all scantily clad, kind of inviting him into bed. And he's, he's saying, where's Haggis? I, I want to know. And they're like, well, you can rest first before we send him. Uh, or show you where he is and he says there is no rest for me and throws one of them out of the building on fire uh, and walks away with the whole building on fire what happened to the other two they probably did in oh they did they burn too yeah i'm sure they did (laughs) (laughs) they got birds that come out of their heads it's yeah but they're fine ass goth chicks why he he goes into the forest with these these crazy like demons um, that are also set for him and it cuts away with the demons lifting him up to the trees and biting into him. 
Um, and it goes, the two villagers are sitting there like feeding each other, whatever this is that they were given and kissing. And um, Baltimore shows up behind them and says that, w- I don't know why you bothered the trap, but the demons were the real trap. He goes, now I'll ask you again. And he pulls them both by the back of their heads to show that, uh, tell them where Haggis is. And he kind of goes on an adventure and finds out um, that he's hiding in this convent, this convent, yeah, of nuns. And he lands at a bar there to kind of get this information. And he meets a a man who wants to become an expert on vampires. And they're just chatting back and forth about vampires and such. And a woman comes up and says, like, I might be able to help you recognize them. And as she says this, she gets shot in the chest and Baltimore is just sitting like at the bar with his whiskey and shoots her again in the face, pulls out a, a cross stake and starts um, interrogating her. And then the, the vampire expert says, I think I know it. I think I know where he is. I can show you where he is. And um, he kills the vampire and they walk out and it shows Hagus sitting among this coven of witches um, and there's a really cool line that talks about, they're saying uh, he found the cure for both plague and vampirism. And the doctor says, absurd, of course, there's no cure for either. And Baltimore says, you're wrong, Mr. Hodge, death is the cure. And that's where the, this issue ends. And it's got four more to follow in this specific storyline. Hey, it's got the right idea hanging out with them witches, man. So he's a turncoat. <laughs> Well, now he's hanging out with nuns. He left hey, the witches. He's hanging out with nuns. Oh, so the nuns are witches? Wait, the nuns are witches? You the nuns witches. are vampires or something. I don't know. They haven't oh, revealed it yet. This is man. the first issue. Are they hot? They they don't show their faces. They're just... Okay, I don't care about the face. Are they hot? Habits. No, they're just habits. Oh. <laughs> they're in their, their uh, appropriate attire. It's a group of Whoopi Goldbergs. Sister Mary That's Clarence. <laughs> yep. Exactly. But yeah, this is a cool book. I've I've read um, the previous one, uh, the Plague Sales, I believe it's called. It's all about like uh, it all takes place on on a boat, um, and it's a really cool, different look on the horror. I feel like Hellboy often has more of a, a comical take, mm-hmm. um, and as well, like Hellboy himself is pretty strong, so there's not this sense of dread too often where Baltimore is just a guy hunting monsters. So it takes a definite, definitely a different look at how Mignola writes horror. And I, I like it a lot. That sounds neat. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Like most of the time, Hellboy is such, such a badass. It's like, he's never really in that much of danger. Plus he's, no. yeah. he's, he's cracking whip and, and having jokes while he's fighting these demons. So yeah. Kind of takes some of the fear out of it. So that's kind of cool that he went totally different approach. Yeah. yeah that sounds sweet, darker. man. <clears throat> It's definitely different than what I was going to cover. So This is new? Uh, Baltimore's been out for a while. This was a two, from 2011, but it's okay. still going every every year or so. They release one to five issues. Oh, so. that's sweet, man. Yeah. Nice, nice, yeah, nice. I like it a lot. It's, Next week, I'll cover what I was going to cover this week. So well, I'm excited. Greg, you always find really cool shit to cover, man. Thanks. Next week's not going to be be cool it's well it's gonna be cool to us but it's well not spoiler be- alert it's not cool for me either i continuing this superman versus predator crap <laughs> like it's the first issue man maybe it'll maybe it'll change maybe yeah you'll be fine uh-huh <laughs> but all right there are four four more comic books down and uh we still got a few more weeks two what two or three more weeks two more weeks two more weeks of <sighs> two more weeks 
Yeah, maybe for you guys, I'm spoopy all year round. That is true. That's it is true. a lifestyle uh-huh. for you. It is a lifestyle. When like your personality is just horror, that's like like you know, like your personality is I really like football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a thing. So um very good, everybody. That is a wrap on this week. Greg, say your shtick. Say your say your cool line. Until next time. Say your sorry. <laughs> Apologize. Sorry. Apologize to the boss. Say chowder, Frenchie. (laughs) Until next time, remember not all superheroes have capes, some have podcasts. Get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right. We could do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready! Sit! Mother f***! Delay of game. Offense.